Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. Are you a woman who's ready to excel in her career and her life? Are you ready to be a professional saleswoman by using your inherent qualities? Are you a woman who wants to be better prepared for a leadership position? Then you're in the right place. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman. It's about women in business, work-life balance, leadership, and current events related to gender communications. Be prepared to be inspired, motivated, and challenged. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman is your connection to women nationally, internationally, and globally. So get comfy and see what the buzz is all about. Find out more at www.sellinginaskirt.com. Now, your host, Judy Hoberman, on C-Suite Radio. You know, when we describe a great leader, one of the most important qualities to me is generosity. How can you show others that you're generous without seeing like you're doing it to show off? While so many ideas swirl around in my head, the one that stands out the most is time giving back to others without any expectation of receiving anything in return. Now, my greatest joy is giving with the pure intention of giving by paying it forward. And make no mistake, my company is a for-profit company and I do have bills to pay like everyone else, but I always make time to pay it forward and mentoring young women is my joy. So for much of my career, I was either the only woman or one of the only women in the room. I launched my company, Selling in a Skirt, to support women, particularly those working in male-dominated fields. I wanted to show women how to succeed in business without sacrificing their values or their attributes. And I wanted them to understand we inherently have amazing feminine qualities that can propel us forward in business if we use them correctly. And while mentoring young women naturally complements my work, I mentored women for many years before launching this business. Each of the young women I've mentored throughout my career just needed a little help. Some may have needed it for a longer period of time than others, but in truth, what they all most needed was someone who cared, someone to help them get a leg up without judging their mistakes, and someone who believed in them when maybe they felt like no one else did. A mentor offers perspective, insight, and encouragement, and they give their mentees the benefit of their education and experience to help develop the mentee's skills and abilities. Now, both parties need to want to be part of this partnership and must feel free to ask each other questions and challenge one another. 
by no means is it necessary that they agree on everything because this is how we all learn and each relationship is unique. So if you'd mentored more than one person, you know firsthand how different each mentoring experience can be. Now, ideally, your mentee will go to mentor someone else and the cycle of paying it forward will continue. Mentors learn more than they might expect and the experience is priceless. So do you need more reasons to be a mentor? Well, let's start with a statistic. Did you know that 65% of women who have been mentored go on to be a mentor? This is a wonderful cycle to continue, especially when we already know that we need more women in leadership positions. And this just might help move that needle. But here's some other reasons. Being a mentor can help you redefine your own career path and goals. And as you share information and experience, you may think, why aren't you doing what you're telling your mentee to do? And also, even though you might have begun working decades ago, do you remember how it felt to be the new kid on the block? It can be deeply gratifying to help orient someone else and provide them with a roadmap for a smoother journey. And you can have a positive, tremendous impact on someone's life. Mentoring is a significant responsibility. Do you know how it feels when a former mentee tells you how you've changed their life? Now, this may not happen right away. It could happen years later when they remind you of a thought, a phrase, or an idea that you shared. You may never know the full effects of your efforts. So, does it sound like being a mentor a good idea? Well, here's a few tips on being an amazing one. Number one, approach each mentee and mentoring relationship as if it's unique, because it is. Prepare questions to ask yourself as well as your mentee. Some possibilities could be, what are your expectations? How will you measure success? How will you make the time together beneficial and safe? Then think about what you would have liked or did like when you were in a position similar to theirs. And as you refresh your memory, also allow yourself to remember what did not work for you. Now, with that said, don't assume anything about your mentee. Just because they're a certain gender, generation, or ethnicity does not mean they fit stereotypes. This is where even more questions can deliver valuable information. Even if you think that you've been there, done that, and bought the t-shirt, remember that the circumstances, the times, the people involved are different. Ask, listen, and then offer your feedback. And be real with your mentee. It's fine to let them know that you're not perfect. If it's appropriate, share some of your past mistakes or failures. For example, I was devastated when I didn't pass my first insurance exam. And when I share that with my mentees, they tend to appreciate my honesty and vulnerability. Plus, they can see that one little setback, although it might have seemed monumental to me at first, was truly a hiccup and a lesson. And then acknowledge and celebrate your mentees' achievements and milestones. This can boost their motivation and confidence and help them keep focused. And finally, lead by example. Remember, you're the role model. They're watching you even when you think they aren't. You cannot simply say you have a strong work ethic or high integrity. You must live it. Being a mentor keeps you at your best. Life's deepest rewards come from helping others and expecting nothing in return because generosity is a magical cycle. So remember, if you light a lamp for someone, it will also brighten your own path. We're going to take a break to thank our sponsor, Walking on the Glass Floor. And when we come back, you're going to hear from my guest who will share her thoughts about giving. This is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio, and we'll be right back. What happens after shattering the glass ceiling? You're now walking on the glass floor. Walking on the Glass Floor, Seven Essential Qualities for Women Who Lead is a timely and indispensable business guide for all women, whether you're moving out of a dorm room or moving into an executive suite. Introducing readers to the seven keys to success in business and life, Judy Hoberman brings her fresh voice, sales savvy, and thoughtful approach to each of the essential and most powerful leadership qualities. 
Written in her trademark no-nonsense, glass-half-full prose, Judy's blueprint for business teaches all women how to cultivate and strengthen key skills that will serve them in both business and life. Uncover amazing qualities they already possess that will help them lead and succeed and harness universal leadership qualities to continue reaching their full potential. By providing authentic real-life case studies and inspiring quotes throughout, Judy fills each page with the timely advice women need right now. Walking on the glass floor is like having Judy Hoberman sitting right next to you as your business mentor, personal life coach, and best friend all at the same time. You can order your own copy of the book at walkingontheglassfloor.com. Welcome back to Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. Okay, hang on tight because it's time for my guest, Chicky Fitzgerald. She zigs where others zag. She's creating value and new revenues and bringing to life crazy good ideas that will leave a legacy. If you've ever booked travel online, chances are she's either worked for or consulted to the company that provided that service. She's a serial entrepreneur, strategist, investor, author, and podcast host. She's the CEO and founder of Solutions Innovations and the Game Changer Network. Chickie, you are quite a woman to follow, I must admit. As I said before, <laughs> I was on your website for quite a while, and I wanted to be part of everything that you do. So I'm welcoming you to the show because I am super excited to have you here. Well, Judy, thank you so much. I'll tell you what, uh, I have been taking a look at you as well. and. I am so impressed with what you're doing, and especially with that opening about mentoring, which is also very near and dear to my heart. I'm just so excited about today. Me too. Okay, so let's start with the discussion of the day, giving. When you hear that, what does that mean to you? It really is not just what we do. It is who we are as a company, and I guess that begins with me. About 10 years ago, uh, I had been consulting very, very successfully for more than a decade. And I had to have some surgery and and was literally on my back thinking, is this all there is, right? I was in in my mid-50s and, you know, I just, I really did in my consulting, I did what I loved, but I didn't get any joy out of it anymore. And so I had to sit back and really think about what I wanted to do differently in the next uh, segment of my career. And it really all boiled down to giving, that I wanted to be able to give more. And that didn't just mean making more personally so that my husband and I could give more freely. It really meant changing my business model in my company so that I could give on a massive scale as the company grew, that that giving would continually also grow. So do you believe that being generous including giving, is a quality that great leaders should have. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I I think we are taught that as human beings from the earliest time. My dad was a pastor, and even if he hadn't been, when we went to church on Sunday, you know, they always made sure that we had something to put in the plate, you know, as it was passed around. And so we teach our kids how to give of their money, of their treasure, and then Later in life, hopefully, they also learn how to give of of their time and their talents. You know, it's funny, you know, when you talk about your family and everything, um, a couple of years ago, my kids have always known that when it comes to the holidays, if they just tell me what they really want, somehow we'll figure out how to get this done. And I don't mean, you know, like gigantic toys and things, but sometimes they need something special for school or whatever. But one year, and my kids are grown, I asked 
my daughter, I said, I didn't get a list from you because she's usually good about a list and where it came from and why and whatever. And she said, you know, one of my closest friends, her son has cancer. So instead of whatever you were going to spend on me, could we donate that? Wow. And of course, yeah, of course I had to gulp a lot because I thought they really hurt me. So when I said that to my son and I have two bonus children from my husband, I said, you know, this is what Stephanie wants to do. And they said, absolutely. And each one of them, without even thinking, had a cause that they were really passionate about that we donated to. And when you think about like what you're teaching, they really do get. And maybe if we could do that for more people, they would understand how important this is to give of yourself, to give whatever you can give and pass that forward. Definitely. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, I've had to actually explain that to investors of why our business model in the company, we give a minimum of 10% of our gross revenue stream, not our profits, uh, Mm. to the charity of choice of our client. And when I talk to investors about that, they, you know, they're incredulous, first of all, that, that we would be that generous. And when our clients are a nonprofit, we actually donate 25% of our revenue to them. And if they happen to benefit active duty service people or veterans, we actually give 50% of our revenue to them. And each time they'll say, well, you know, why not just put that toward profitability? Well, what they don't realize as investors is that they actually get to benefit from the fact that we are givers because we donate the money in the name of our client, as opposed to giving it to our client to donate. And that means that we take the tax deduction from giving, which means that building that into our business model automatically makes us more profitable. And I do tell people, companies that give more, make more, and it is proven over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it affords you opportunities to do some incredible things. So I, you know, I applaud you for that. So tell us more about Solutions Innovations and and why did you change the business model? It wasn't only to give back. I'm sure there were other reasons, but tell us what it is that you actually do. I will do that by telling you a story. It was, I believe, 10 years ago yesterday. My niece uh, was in a very serious ATV accident in Wyoming. She was on vacation with her stepsister. She was airlifted to Montana to a hospital there and was about to lose her arm. And so I got that awful phone call from my oldest sister saying, you know, we all need to get there. None of us lived in Billings, so we needed to find a hotel. And since I'm in the travel industry, she said, you find the hotel, we'll all get there. And I realized as a part of that experience that it really was not possible, and it's not a whole lot more possible 10 years later, to find a hotel near the specific place that you're going, and especially a hospital, which they're not very focused on actually giving out little details like their street address, right? It was really hard to go to, to the website and actually find that information. And, you know, the time in someone's life when you don't want to make it difficult is when they're under that kind of stress. And so I got home from that trip and fast forward 10 years, of course, my niece is fine. She's now a new mom and got married last year and she's, she's fine. But I got home from that trip and I said to my husband, I've got to solve this. And so what I did is I built the first iteration of the platform, which at the time was called Hotels by Hospitals. So finding uh, available hotels nearby the place that you're actually going. And that has, of course, morphed into more than just medical facilities. We did uh, actually 
funeral home automation mm -hmm. of, of trip enabling the obituary. And then we did trip enabling events. The product is now called Traveling to Give. And we've actually adopted the giving piece as a part of not only our business model, but as our product name. So we've got a tool that can be plugged into any website, any system, any blog, any Facebook page that adds trip planning in for the people attending events or visiting places or for organizations that just want to raise money using the tool. That's awesome. Yeah. I know when my son and daughter-in-law had a baby, we had no idea what hotels were around the hospital. None. None. Right. And it took forever to figure one out. You know, you tried to get out the map and yes. you do the directions and, you know, like, oh, please, I just want to see the baby. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and no one realizes that the travel industry has always found hotels nearby airports and city centers. That's what the underlying systems were meant to do. They actually don't even give you the tools that you really need. Or if you go to a map, like you said, you can see 10 hotels, but now you have to call them all or drill down into each one, which is just super time consuming. So we believe giving matters. We believe that time matters. And most importantly, proximity matters. And this is no more true than post-COVID, where people, when they would come in to visit someone in the hospital, would typically stay with family, right? Mm -hmm. And that's no longer the case, right? right? Because COVID is making us be more mindful about how we spend our time and where we spend our time. So we think that uh, at the end of the day, that COVID is actually going to be a good thing for our business, even though right now it's been very, very challenging because of events being canceled and people not traveling as readily. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But you know what? What we found is that the people that are doing extremely well are the ones that are very innovative and very curious. So how does that fit into your business model? <laughs> Well, I'm really glad. And I did not set you up for that. I want our listeners to know, but, but it is exactly what we're doing right now. So we created on our tool, and, and again, you think about this as just a little widget or a tool that could replace a Google map on a website, right? And it can be installed in less than five minutes and we don't charge anything for the tool. And then we also revenue share back with our client. But on that tool itself, there's an I'm staying, I'm driving, and I'm flying because those are the things around travel that are the most important. Well, during this time, we had just completed a new capability, which we call the concierge tab, which allows the, the person who's building the tool, let's say you're building it for your event, you can create links to any other thing that you want people to know about your event. Maybe have uh, an individual button for people to press for each speaker and it goes over to that speaker's website or you want a video of last year's event so that you can let people see that. And we just were releasing that right at the time when travel seized up and, and you know, really everyone stopped. So what we've done is taken a look at that tool and we have discovered all kinds of other uses for it so that someone who has a very, very product-centric website can all of a sudden shift their focus to their customer and build a customer-centric website using our tool and plugging our tool right into their homepage and allowing people a new way to navigate their website without even having to know, you know, the underlying system for their website. So you can have an intern who goes and adds things to that page as opposed to having to have a webmaster. So we've discovered new ways to make money, new ways to help our clients 
And we're just so excited about that. That's amazing. That's truly amazing. I, I love that. So with that said, you were interviewed by Kathy Ireland on Worldwide Business. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> so how was the experience? And you know, was she as excited as I am about all the things that you do? Oh, she was. I mean, she's just by her nature. Uh, she mm -hmm. wants to help entrepreneurs. And in particular, she wants to help women entrepreneurs. So I was so grateful for the time that I was able to spend with her. And the funniest story about that is if you watch the video on my website, chickyfitzgerald.com, she's sitting, uh, well, we're both sitting at, at an anchor desk, essentially. But on her side, there's frosted glass in front of her legs. And the reason that that's there is she was wearing fluffy bunny slippers in the interview. <laughs> <laughs> and I share that just because, you know, she, especially for those of us who maybe are not as picture perfect as Kathy Ireland, she's a real human being. And, you know, she really does care about the people that she talks to. And I was fortunate that the timing of the show was right when I was releasing my book, The Game Changer, as well mm -hmm. as we were uh, launching Trip Proximity, which is the underlying technology behind Traveling to Give. Yeah, she's, she's a riot. She's very real, but you're also very real. And I think that that's you know, a point that you have to make sure everybody understands. You're not just somebody who is building these successful companies and just raking it in and that's the end of it. You've got so much more <laughs> to you than, you know, than most people would know about. And you and I have both been inspired by Go-Giver. I have a celebrity crush on Bob Berg and I tell him that all the time. And of course, he always says, well, I have one on you, which I know is not true. But anyway, so tell us what that book meant to you because oh it my is gosh. my favorite book. Well, and again, I am, we did not pre-plan any of no. this. But Judy, if there was anything you could have asked me about, that is it. Because my entire inspiration for writing my book, The Game Changer, which is a business novel, right? It's an allegorical business novel talking about transformational change, came because I was in Atlanta. I had just finished a consulting engagement for Panasonic. And my flight was late. And so I went by the bookstore and literally the go-giver jumped off of the table into my hands, or at least it felt that way. Mm -hmm. Right. So I buy the book and, you know, I only live in Tampa. So the Atlanta Tampa flight isn't very long, but because of the flight delay, I finished the book as we were pulling up to the jet bridge in Tampa. And I saw and was so delighted that both Bob and John David Mann had their contact information in the back of the book. And I sent a note to them right away asking if they could be on my radio show because I wanted to talk to them. And, and I fell in love with the genre of telling stories in order to get these really important business truths across. Well, for the next eight years, I kept thinking, I want to write one, right? And then I'd go to Barnes and Noble and I'd get so discouraged at how full the business book section was. And then one day I was actually in the library and my kids, I sent them over to the kids book section and went to the business book section. And as I'm looking, all of a sudden, everything was different. I wasn't overwhelmed about writing my own book. I started seeing that on each shelf, I had interviewed three or four of the authors 
Right. And then an idea started germinating, which became the game changer. And the funny thing is, and I'll have to send you a copy of the book, Judy. Not only did Bob write the intro for my book, but in each chapter of the book, the story of the people in the book, they each listen to one of my real radio shows. So Mm -hmm. I've got a character who actually listens to my radio show with Bob. Right. And the truths that Bob disseminated to me in that radio show made it to the pages of the book. So it's like life meets art. Right. It was a little bit written in Forrest Gump style where I've got real people and fictional characters (laughs) and celebrities and all different kinds of people who show up in this book. So anyway, I could not have written my book without it. I wouldn't have my game changer brand if it weren't for Bob. And uh, I just owe him so much. No, totally agree. The first time I met him, I was at a meeting and I remember walking up to him and I was starstruck. (laughs) I could not even ask him. And he's like, you know, I'm just, I'm just Bob. I'm like, I know, but you're Bob Burr. You're the go-giver. I mean, I would buy his books by the case and give them out because I thought this is something that everybody needs to understand. So yeah, I I love that. I just love that. So tell us about the Game Changer Network. Well, the Game Changer Network actually was an outgrowth of another network that I had started, again, a little bit over 10 years ago, uh, and actually that I started on National Girlfriends Day of all things. I started a group called the Executive Girlfriends Group, and it was a weekly call. And remember, this is way before Zoom, but I had a platform where we could all be on camera with one another. And I invited all of my business girlfriends to this phone call every Friday afternoon at four o'clock. And after about a month, I decided I really needed some content to kind of hang the call around. You know, you can only go around the table so often, you know, asking people what's going on in their lives. So I started interviewing authors on my show and I called it the Executive Girlfriends Group show. And then we would have questions live from the people who were in that group. And fast forward 10 years, that group has kind of come and gone. I'm still friends with so many of them. And and all of the women who were on my board of directors for that group are still part of the board of directors of my life. But I've moved to a new platform and I have a new community called the Game Changer Network rather than just limiting it to women. And it is a by invitation only network, but it can be invitations from those that I invite. So I invited you this week. Now, Judy, you can invite other people. And then there are what I call villages within it, because again, villages is a Mm -hmm. part of the story of the Game Changer book, that it takes a village to create a company. And it was acknowledging all the people who had impacted me. And so those villages can be created topically, like I do have one for the Executive Girlfriends Group. I've got another one for my travel industry friends who are struggling right now. I just started a a health transformation program and I created one for my health coach. And so now she's inviting the the other people who who she's helping to transform. So I'm making it into a, a little bit of a business. I've never monetized anything I've done with my radio shows or my communities. I think right now I'm I'm really being called to help others create the same kind of community that I've enjoyed, but with with their own tribe. Love that. Absolutely love that. And I'm so excited to be part of the network. You have no idea. This was like the, the highlight of my weekend with that I 
I actually was doing all of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, the so, important thing about it, Judy, is we are, you know, we're all part of Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups. And the one thing about those platforms is they're all f- what I call threaded communication. Where, mm-hmm. you know, if you post something at 10 o'clock last night and I signed off at 930, I may never see what you posted. And so this platform allows you to connect with people as individuals and see everything they have posted. It allows you to have topical things like leadership and growth and innovation and and to post about that. And really it's, and it's private. You you can't search it on on Google. And I think that's the most important is right now there's just so much going on in the world that having a private place to talk, that's, that's important. It's very special, very special. So how can our listeners connect with you, find out more about everything you're doing in both your businesses? Well, I think the easiest way is just with, with my name, ChickyFitzgerald.com. And Chicky is C-H-I-C-K-E, Fitzgerald, like F. Scott Fitzgerald. And if you go there, you can find out everything about me, both the company, the Game Changer Network, et cetera. And there's lots to look at. So give yourself time because it's really exciting. Really, And just like you, Judy, I care a lot about mentoring. I mentor primarily young female entrepreneurs. Well, some not so young. (laughs) I really am very, very serious about being willing to talk to anyone who wants to talk to me. And you can very quickly find me on LinkedIn and Facebook and and other channels. Absolutely. Well, Chickie, I want to thank you so much for sharing the mic with me. I'm telling you, this has been like, I was waiting for this morning (laughs) to happen. Lots of great information. So excited that we're connected. And I look forward to creating some adventures together. Oh, absolutely. We could do a whole nother show. In fact, we should. I need to have you on my show to talk about your book because I want to talk about selling in a skirt. You got it. Whenever you ask, I will be there. So, and I want to leave you with this quote from Anne Frank. She said, no one has ever become poor by giving. I thank you all for listening to our discussion where we share some extraordinary guests, some ideas for your business, and ways to stand out as the amazing women that you are. Now make sure you stay connected with us and remember, women want to be treated equally, not identically. Until next time, this is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.